You're listening to The Gay Pro, where we empower gay business professionals from any industry to love who they are and love what they do. I'm your host, Omar Alexis Ochoa. Let's get into it. The internet as it exists today is essentially controlled by corporations. We as individuals don't own a single part of it. Amazon and Google control the servers and own the domains that point to our websites. Facebook is a major gatekeeper to the most effective forms of online advertisement and controls our online storefronts. Twitter and Instagram own the usernames that we use to build our personal brands and can revoke them at will. In this way, every single person, small business, and content creator on the internet today is simply living on rented digital land. It's not all bad though. Many of us have been able to carve out our own personal niche and build our digital tribes while working under the thumb of internet conglomerates. It's the status quo. But what if you could truly own your digital footprint? Much like owning a home in real life, what if your digital property was truly yours and no one could take it away from you? This is where Web3 comes in. What is it and how will it change the way we use the internet? So to start, what is Web3? In short, Web3 is the next generation of the internet. It represents a collection of blockchain networks that make up the growing Web3 ecosystem that will soon become what we know as the internet. Today, the internet as we know it is referred to as Web2. It's where your favorite sites like Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter all live, and where you can host your own website and run your own online business. With the introduction of blockchain technology, the internet is getting an upgrade in that many of the underlying processes that we use to support the internet's infrastructure today, like Amazon Web Services, are being replaced by the blockchain, which no single company can own. As such, blockchain technology has enabled Web3 to become a new ecosystem for online interaction that is not tied to a single company, government, or organization the way that the current Web2 ecosystem is. Web3 achieves this by distributing control across users on a variety of blockchain networks. This is what people mean when they say that the Web3 world is decentralized. The future infrastructure of the internet will essentially be owned by no one and as such be owned by everyone. So how will Web3 change the way that we use the internet? At first glance, it might seem like Web3 will only significantly impact the back end of the internet, things you don't really see or care about from day to day. But this new ecosystem of online decentralization will usher in many apparent changes that will revolutionize the way we use the internet. The most exciting are ownership of digital property, content, and real estate, regained control and monetization over your own personal data, and enhance security for individuals transacting online. However, these changes are only the start. The Web3 world is still very much in its infancy, and so these three changes may only be foundational. As more and more users and organizations onboard to the world of Web3, they'll bring with them waves of innovation that we haven't even thought of yet. Number one. A new world of digital ownership will challenge unchecked corporate control over the internet. In October 2021, Facebook announced its rebrand to Meta, 
In order to redefine the company's focus to all things Web3 and the metaverse. This was a pretty big deal as it represented one of the greatest commitments to Web3 by a legacy Web2 conglomerate. However, this announcement didn't come without its issues. Just a couple of months later, the New York Times reported that an Australian artist by the name of Theamai Bauman found herself locked out of her Instagram account for impersonation after almost 10 long years on the platform. Her username? At Metaverse. You can probably see where this is going. According to the New York Times, Bauman was locked out of her account for weeks trying to appeal Instagram's decision. She had no luck until her story caught the attention of reporters at the New York Times and was subsequently restored access to her account. For many online creators, an unexpected blow like this being locked out of your account for weeks can be devastating to your online presence and business. More so, users have almost no recourse against this, and major platforms like Instagram are almost always within their rights to ban anyone for any reason without explanation. In fact, it's entirely possible that Bauman could have never been returned access to her profile. This is unacceptable for any online creator or business owner, having their livelihoods at the mercy of unsympathetic algorithms and moderators. From the New York Times to quote Cory Doctorow, a tech blogger, Mark Zuckerberg built Facebook by creating a platform where other businesses meet their customers, but reserves to itself the right to destroy those businesses through carelessness, malice, or incompetence. This is one problem that a decentralized world of digital ownership may be able to solve in that the Web3 ecosystem has already begun working towards. If Theamai Bauman's username was instead supported by the blockchain and not Instagram, it would have been impossible for anyone to revoke access to it. Web3 projects like Nametag are actually looking to do just that, enabling users to purchase their usernames on the Ethereum blockchain and carry them over to platforms like Twitter, albeit with an additional browser extension. Ownership over username is just one example of digital ownership, however, NFTs have enabled ownership over other digital items such as art, domains, virtual clothing, virtual real estate, and more. While many of the current applications of NFTs on the Ethereum blockchain are more fun than functional, they may see future implementations for ownership of property in real life. Things such as a home, a car, or a boat all require documentation including a deed or ownership title that can be easily supported by the blockchain and may very well be the next step for NFTs. Number 2. Users will share in the profits from their own personal data and be compensated for online activity. Now, you've probably heard before that access to social media platforms like Facebook isn't really free. In exchange for access to your friends and family via Facebook, you're really giving away your own private data about where you've been, what you like, and where you can be reached, all extremely powerful information that feeds the Facebook ads ecosystem and is sold to other companies trying to get you to buy their products and services. You may think this is a symbiotic relationship where both you and Facebook benefit but the balance of power and profit is very much out of your favor. Did you know that in Q3 of this year, 2021 alone, 
Facebook generated over $29 billion in revenue. Now, that's just one quarter. Moreover, did you know that over 97% of that revenue came directly from advertising? I can assure you that I certainly didn't see any of that money, did you? Of course not. All of the information about you that powers Facebook's multi-billion dollar advertising profit engine becomes owned by Facebook the moment that you log in, with which they can do as they please and you can't really take it back. But Facebook isn't the only tech giant collecting your private data. Google, Amazon, and other data giants are consistently compiling information about who you are based on their interactions with you online. Each time you log in to check your email or place an online order, these giants are learning more and more about who you are and how to target you with ads and products. This has been our status quo for decades on the internet, with individual users lacking any ability to share in the profits made from their own information. That is, until now. There is clear asymmetry in access to your own data that must be addressed, and it's one of the core benefits of blockchain technology that will revolutionize how we use the internet. The idea that users can own themselves and their data is one of the major concepts behind Steemit, a new social media platform that allows its users to earn cryptocurrency just by being active and posting on the platform. From Steemit.com's FAQs about what is Steemit, quote, Steemit is building a living, breathing, and growing social economy, a community where users are rewarded for sharing their voice. It's a new kind of attention economy. The Steemit platform functions sort of like Reddit, where users post content and either upvote or downvote their favorite posts. Like Reddit, this platform is free to use, but it's different in that Steemit also keeps a running tab of how much each post has earned in dollars, and estimates pending payouts to the original poster. More so, Steemit is just one part of a larger Steam blockchain network where they are building other decentralized content platforms for creators to earn cryptocurrency. While the concept of monetizing content and paying online creators is not new, and is effectively the strategy that YouTube employs to incentivize video creators, Monetizing contributive content, such as status updates and forum responses, still has yet to become mainstream in the Web2 world. Not only is the Steam network delivering great value to its platform users, but it's effectively concept testing an evolution of Web2's existing models for user interaction and activity. The Steemit platform, like Reddit or Facebook, is almost certainly still collecting data on its users, such as their likes and dislikes, and using this to profile them for third-party ad sales. However, where traditional Web2 platforms like Facebook stop and consider access to the platform to be enough compensation for a user's data, Steemit takes things a bit further and actually awards users with monetary compensation for their activity and, by extension, their personal data. Such a paradigm shift in social media interaction can certainly tip the scale back to the individual user's favor, and even encourage more online activity than ever before. Should existing tech giants refuse to more adequately compensate and award their users and creators, they may very well be left behind one day as users begin to adopt new platforms that enable them to make a living. 
I wouldn't be surprised if legacy social media sites begin testing this as blockchain becomes ubiquitous. Imagine being paid to tweet and share photos without the need for a sponsor or influencer marketing deal. This is the future that decentralized social media platforms are starting to build. Number three, enhanced security on the blockchain will make online transactions safer for users and businesses. Part of what makes the blockchain an effective tool for storing sensitive information is the fact that the data it stores is not only encrypted, but also unchangeable. These are two key elements that will make online business much safer for both buyers and sellers of things like products, vehicles, and homes when transitioning to Web3. So first things first, what does encryption mean in terms of Web3 and the blockchain? Cryptopedia has an excellent breakdown of this, so I'd recommend checking that out for a more worthwhile explanation. However, as an extremely basic summary for me, encryption refers to how the blockchain utilizes cryptography to scramble up easy-to-read information into randomized sets of letters and numbers that no one can read. These numbers are difficult for computers to understand and can only be unscrambled using keys that are unique to an individual's crypto wallet. So, in short, encryption makes sensitive information difficult to access, and it's how every blockchain is secured. Considering this, let's think about how these two elements, encryption and unchangeability, can change how you buy things on the internet. Let's use a car as an example. Today, when you purchase a vehicle either new or used, you need to provide a vendor, Bob's local dealership, information like your social security number to check your credit, your bank information to set up deposits, and even information about your personal background, like verifying employment. In many cases, Bob's local dealership will require you to send this information crudely over email, website forms, or even on paper. Once this information is sent over, Bob's will file it away somewhere on a computer or in the physical office before approving you for purchase. However, once Bob's local dealership receives this information, it becomes a clear point of failure where it can be stolen in a cyber attack, and chances are, Bob's local dealership doesn't have nearly as many cybersecurity protocols as the entire Ethereum blockchain. As such, I think that the future of large purchases like a car will be streamlined using wallet transactions. If Bob's local dealership simply verified all of your personal information with an inquiry on the blockchain, there would be no need to ever hand over sensitive information like a social security number, bank number, or personal background in plain text that can be easily stolen and read. Provided that the US government starts issuing numbers via the blockchain, your preferred bank links to your personal wallet, and your employer keeps your employment status updated on-chain, this can all work seamlessly together to eliminate weak links in an online sale. Web3 is an exciting evolution to the internet as we know it today, and will usher in many life-changing opportunities for everyone online. Not only will you be able to finally own your digital footprint, but you will also reclaim the opportunity to profit off of your own data the way that legacy tech giants already have, while still protecting your sensitive information with the power of encryption. Web3 will truly tip the scale back in favor of the user and bring with it a new definition of what the internet is. Just like how the internet changed everything decades before by giving the world one place to transact and communicate, 
Web3 is doing the same with blockchain technology and cryptocurrency, while at the same time challenging the control of tech giants that have unfairly ruled the internet until now. Thank you so much for listening. Again, my name is Amar Alexis, but you can call me Lex. Make sure to follow me on Twitter at OMRLXS and check out our website, thegaypro.com, for more queer content.